1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Another edition of the DFS OG's podcast right here on rotogrinders.com, sponsored by our friends over at BetMGM. Make sure you head over there. Use promo code GRINDERS. That's going to get you a risk-free bet up to $1,000. So take advantage of that limited-time offer here. Welcome in to the show. We promised last week that we would rebound. We had a tough week prior. We were going to bounce back. The picks went 11-4 and last week collectively. So, handing out winners uh, last week. So, we want to keep that roll going here once again this week. Let me bring my boys in and we're going to check out how Halloween went. Chop, I'm going to go to you. I know you're a big Halloween guy. Love to get dressed up and and hit the neighborhood and do the trick-or-treating. So, any eventful Halloween stories down there in Texas? How are we doing, buddy?
2: Doing good. Uh, Zero eventful Halloween stories. I just... Just come in, do what you gotta do, give out candy, and then be done with it. You know, we eat eat, eat our little meal and and be done with it. I don't I don't want to mess with it too much. My Halloween was kind of already on on the on the brink. On when it freaking canceled the baseball game because it rains. Philadelphia, soft man, soft ass people right there pushing that back so they get the advantage in, in the series, but that's okay. So it was already, I was already on thin ice there, man. I was already snapping at people when they, when that game got called. So I was just like, yo, do your candy stuff and hit the road, Jack.
1: Now, Chop, they didn't look very soft last night. I mean, home runs left and right leaving the yard. So how are you feeling yeah. about your Astros right now, Dallas? Terrible.
2: There? Absolutely terrible. I'm a doomer, man. When when they go down two one in a series, it's over. It's over, man. It's over. Like I've seen, I've seen this play out for like like six years in a row. So I've seen the worst, right? And they always when you when I count them out, they always come back. But it just doesn't feel just doesn't feel right. Something's not right. That that was last night was a that was rough, man. First of all, why we you know we got a soft schedule, so pretty light schedule. I'll, I'll just say this. First of all. Dusty Baker my god I hope they win so they so that we can get him out of here and that's that he can ride off in the sunset I like the guy as a pers- personally but he's a terrible manager he's got to go either way right he's got to go either way let me let me just lay this one on, on you for you he's given he's been given the keys to this Ferrari right and what's what's he want to do with this Ferrari he wants to take it off-roading he wants to go mudding mudding in this thing man like it's a 7 0 game. The game is over with by now, right? Oh, 7 0. Now it's time to make a pitching change, right? Okay, well, it's a little late. You left Lance in there too long. 7 0 game. Who does he bring in? Only the guy who broke the record this year for ERA out of the bullpen, Ryan State. It's a blowout. What are you wasting standing for? Like It's just bizarre. His moves are ridiculous. They're bad. I like the guy as a guy. I think he has some funny stories. He's grown on me, but he's got to go. And yeah, I don't feel good being down two-one, but I've I've seen them. They were down two-one to Boston last year in the ALCS. I didn't think they had a a chance, and so they came back and won three straight. You never know. We'll see how it plays out.
1: Is this the old reverse jinx here, Chop? You're counting them dead and uh, trying to bring them back to life? Here? It's
2: really not. I really do feel like when they get down, I do I do get the whole doomer thing. Like, ah oh, man, it's just not just not gonna happen this year. So. All right. Wow. That's the way I really feel, but, I, yeah, I hope I am reverse jinx. You, you're
1: time. the reverse jinx expert, so if anybody can turn this thing around, it's you, Chop. Let me go to Noto. How was Halloween, buddy? How was last week? How we doing?
3: Yeah, I've been trying that reverse jinx on the Jaguars for years. Uh, it doesn't work for me. Not so uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and Halloween, I mean, it was good. Uh, I've always you know, wanted to hand out full-size candy bars ever since I was little. So, this year, I went and bought, like, four boxes of these big candy bars. Nobody shows up to my house. Uh, so, cool. I got – I just got candy bars for days. Um, so, yeah, uh, other than that, it was pretty good. Little man had a blast. But, uh, yeah, I, I didn't wear a costume. Uh, I'm fine if you want to wear a costume. Just don't force it on me, you know.
1: I'm, yeah, that's that's kind of how I am. You want to do your thing, go, go do whatever it may be. Just, just don't bring it to my doorstep. I'm not dressing up. And that extra candy, no, no. That's the problem. I'm already a big fella. I don't need a bunch of candy sitting around because I'm going to be snacking on it all the time. It's always there calling your name. So uh, no good. But uh, hey, the effort is what counts. The the full size house and then nobody shows up. So uh, kudos to that. All right, let's get into the football guys again last week. Very profitable. Hope you guys uh, followed some of the picks last week. 11 and 4. We'll see if we can duplicate that or do even better. Each of these guys. We're four and one last week. So updated standings here in our pick'em contest. That brings Chop to nineteen and twenty-one. Oh, almost over the the Mendoza line here, Chop. So another good week. You'll be over five hundred. Noto four and one brings him to twenty-two and eighteen. Fifty-five percent winning clip. I'm sitting at twenty-one and fourteen. A sixty percent winning clip. So still leading the way, but these guys are charging hard. Four and one uh, coming up last week. So. Let's turn to this week, Thursday night football. About the biggest mismatch we've seen all season, guys. We have the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Houston Texans. The latest lines here, courtesy of our friends at BetMGM, will be using their lines here for the show. As always, 14 is where we sit now. This thing opened at nine and a half. So a lot of movement here on the Eagles total up at 45 and a half. So Noto, we'll stay with you here. Again, mega mismatch here. Short week. Philadelphia continues to look great on both sides of the ball. Now, does sound like they'll be without Jordan Davis. That's going to be a big loss on the middle of that line. Uh, they are vulnerable to the run, as good as they've been. So maybe Houston can get it going here with Damian Pierce. Do the Texans have any shot here, Nodo? Are you rolling with the Eagles? Uh,
3: I don't think they have a shot to win the game, uh, for sure. But 14 points is a lot. Uh, short week for both teams. You mentioned it. Texans want to run the ball. A lot. This is certainly not a game that uh, I'm going to be betting. I, I would like the Eagles. Um, if you can get them in a teaser or something like that, I'd feel a lot better about it. But for the purposes of this show, I'll just take the home team and hope that they you know, grind out the clock and sort of have a backdoor cover like they did last week. Or I guess they didn't have it, but I had the – man, I had a Derrick Henry. Ooh. I had a Derrick Henry over 175 rushing yards with the uh, Titans minus nine and a half, and it was all locked up until that last touchdown by cool. the Texans.
1: Brutal. Derrick Henry ran all over them boys last week. So, Chop, you've been a big Philly guy all season long. and I, I know you hate the team. I know you got your buddies in Philly, so you're not a Philly fan, but they've been good to you. You've made a lot of bets on them, best bets. Are you going back to the well here? Two touchdowns, a lot of points in the NFL.
2: I'm pretty neutral on this one. This one is is a lot of points for a road team. Houston does look like they're in a bit of disarray right now. I don't know if you guys caught the Brandon Cooks tweet. So they seem like something's fishy right there. But, uh, you know, also it's Thursday night. What if, just what if, throwing a scenario out there, what if it's 3-1 Phillies? And the Eagles are in the in Houston out there looking up at the scoreboard, following the baseball game as opposed to the football game, worrying about the football game. You never know, so I'm kind of neutral on this one. I would say I would lean Eagles, but I don't have a definitive take on it.
1: That's where I'm at. Not nothing strong here. Maybe an under even. Houston or Philly gets out to a lead. I don't, I don't know. If Houston's going to score a bunch of points in this one. You, you worry about the backdoor cover. I mean, it's just a lot of points. It's really hard to back the Texans right now. Uh, even with 14 points, but uh, probably a stay away from me. I'll lean to the under uh, on that 45 and a half. All right, let's go to Sunday. No London games, I believe we're done uh, with the London games for the season. We got Colts and Patriots up next here. Opened up New England minus six. That's come down to five and a half total at 39 and a half. So very low total here, chop. Jonathan Taylor no practice today. We record on Wednesdays, so uh, we'll see his status. They ship Naheem Hines. Out to Buffalo, another week of Sam Ellinger here. So uh, going into New England, tough matchup here. What are we doing here, Colts and Patriots?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm, this is, I just can't get a, a read on these teams. Really, uh, like the Colts, it feels like it feels like they're like zero and seven. Like it just feels like they're terribly underachieving, and we had a lot higher expectations. They're only three and four with a tie. They're only like two games out of the division, and they're trading away Naheem Hines with Jonathan Taylor having an ankle injury. Like, it just doesn't make – they're switching their quarterback. I don't know. It just, it's kind of bizarre what's happened to them this year. So I have no idea how this is going to play out. It You know, obviously it doesn't look like Jonathan Taylor is going to play. He's got like some weird ankle sprain that might keep him out multiple weeks, maybe. I don't know. They traded away Naheem Hines, so they, I guess they got to turn to Deion Jackson. They've they switched out their quarterbacks. I don't know that that was the answer right there. You know, Sam Ellinger's not exactly a, a, hadn't proven himself to be great. So I don't know. I'm kind of neutral in on this one. I have no no real feel here. It just feels like it feels like the Colts are worse than they really. Are. It feels like they're like one in six and they're grasping at straws. But really, like they'll face Tennessee again this year. They're not that far back. They could still win the division, so I don't know what's going on. So I'm, I'm neutral on this. I don't have a, an opinion.
1: Yeah, I'm the same. It's, it's tough to say without Jonathan Taylor. I think he's out. You know, now you're leaning on Deion Jackson. Uh, they acquire Zach Moss. Is, is he going to be a part of the game plan? Who cares? Ellinger didn't look great. I think he'll be okay long run. But there's just too many questions for me to make a move on this game right now. My leans would be the Colts with the points. I, I think we get an ugly game here. Uh, probably an under here noto but nothing strong here Jonathan Taylor's still up in the air do you have any more conviction on this one Colts Patriots
3: I do I think uh the Patriots are in a pretty good spot you know nice bounce back win last week it sounds like for now the quarterback controversy is over we got Mac Jones back they're playing at home Uh, I think they're going to get the running game going uh you know Stevenson and Harris both really good running backs and you mentioned it uh, Jonathan Taylor probably their best way to move the ball and uh, if he ends up being out I think that's really troublesome for uh for the Colts. So I will take the Patriots as my my first lock. And man, I was told Sam Ellinger was some great rushing quarterback. Where was that last week? I played him in uh, far too many DFS lineups.
1: We got to go to chop on now. No no running for Ellinger. What's up with that?
2: Oh no. I remember last week I told you he wasn't, you know, the fastest guy out there. He's just kind of like when he runs, he's just Kind of like a a really really poor version of Jalen Hurts. He tries to use too much power. That's not going to work in the NFL. I gave I gave you a heads up last week, Notorious.
3: I just heard Jalen Hurts, so I rolled
1: with you. sound like my wife. You just hear what you want to hear, only the good parts. So, uh, even if Taylor's back in there, I mean, do we trust him against this New England defense, who has been exposed a little bit on the run? But with Ellinger, you know, I gotta imagine. Belichick is loading up the box here. Uh, could be a long day for these Colts. So uh, just something to keep in mind. Even if Taylor's back, he's cheap. Still dealing with this ankle injury just doesn't look right. So uh, DFS-wise, just something to keep in mind. All right, Bills, Jets up next. Another big spread for us to decipher here. Uh, opened up at 10.5. That's gone to 12.5 now in favor of the Bills. Total at 47 here. So, no we'll stay with you. Not another big spread. Buffalo. Looked all right against Green Bay. I mean, I thought they were going to blow him out. Green Bay kind of hangs around. We're really able to run the ball on this Buffalo team. You know, now you got Jordan Poyer hurt uh, on the defensive side of the ball, but going to this Jets team, just they just do not look right. I don't know if you saw some of these throws that Zach Wilson made trying to throw the ball out of bounds. The guy throws an interception. So kind of ugly here uh, with the Jets. Uh, the running game's a mess without Brees Hall. Are you backing the Bills here, Noto, or you think the Jets uh, can pull off up an upset, keep this game close?
3: I mean, laying 12-and-a-half on the road is tough. Laying 12-and-a-half in a division game on the road is really tough, but still, give me the Bills. Uh, I think they're going to smash this team. Uh, their defense, even without you know Hoyer, some of those guys back there, has still been very good. And uh, you mentioned Zach Wilson just looks lost. I mean, at one, some point, they maybe they go back to Flacco. Um, I'm, I'm not really sure, but uh, Brees Hall, obviously a big loss for that offense as well. So, I think the bills are better in every aspect and I hate laying this many points, but I'm certainly not betting on the jets at this point.
1: All right, Buffalo for noto. I tend to agree. Not a best bet here. It's really tough to to back the jets right now. And Zach Wilson, they're throwing more. I don't know that that's a good thing uh, for Zach Wilson here. So chop Buffalo minus 12 and a half. Are you grabbing the points here? You're back in the bills.
2: I'm locking in Buffalo. I'm locking them in. That's uh, I'm just the Jets are just lost on offense without Brees Hall. He was crazy enough to think he was he was one of the major reasons why they were having that success and that little nice run they had. And he's gone, and this offense is bad. Zach Wilson is he's just terrible. He's beyond terrible right now. It's it's crazy how bad he is right now. So I don't know if he'll ever be able to amount to anything in his career, but it, he's not there right now. So. Uh, The Bills are already a tough defense. I know they're losing some guys. Eventually, they'll get some guys back. I I don't think Tredavious White's going to play this week, but he's coming back soon. They're too good. The thing about the Bills, they they sneaky need to stay focused every game this year because Kansas City's lurking for that home field advantage, and they want to keep it. So I don't think they're going to overlook just about anybody this year from here on out. So I think they keep their foot on the gas pedal, and I'll take the Bills as a best bet.
1: All right, Buffalo locked in for chop. Best bet number one. All right, Miami and Chicago up next. Uh, Miami uh, barely escapes Detroit with that win, but another bonanza. Uh, Tua, Tyree, Kill, Jalen Waddle, all going crazy once again. The Bears got to give them credit. I mean, they they went into Dallas, scored almost thirty points uh, in that game. They come home though, and they're five point underdogs. Opened up Miami minus three and a half, has gone up to that number of five forty five and a half on the total chop. So. Miami's offense uh, continues to click. Uh, They made some moves here, bringing in Bradley Chubb, shipping out Chase Edmonds, bringing in Jeff Wilson. So you got to applaud what they did with with those picks uh, that they traded for Trey Lance. They basically turned it into Waddle Hill uh, and Bradley Chubb. So they're making the right moves here. They survive in Detroit. Now another tough game on the road here in Chicago. What are you doing here, Dolphins, Bears?
2: Uh, Man, I, I really want to pull the trigger on the Dolphins here. Hmm, I'm thinking about it, but uh, it's, I'm certainly not. I'm certainly leaning towards the Dolphins at the very least. Uh, there was a nice acquisition by the Bears to get Claypool. I thought that was. Yeah, I think he's a good receiver. He just needs the right. But wide receivers don't come in in the middle of a season to a brand new system and and make an impact right away. It's just not going to happen. So it's still the Bears right now. It's still the Bears offense that relies on Justin Fields running. And uh, it's a road game, so I kind of don't want to leave. I'll lean Dolphins. But, you know, I'm very close to locking them. I think they're going to be really good when they start to incorporate all these guys on their team that they just picked up. So, But I don't think it's going to be quite this week. So I'm just going to lean Dolphins. No best bet I, here. Yeah,
1: I lean Miami as well. Uh, no best bet here. I mean, Chicago trading away half their defense. They they trade away Roquan Smith. I mean, that, that's not going to help here. Jeff Wilson can come in. He knows the system We're from San Francisco. So you instantly have that moster, Jeff Wilson, uh, backfield you have these receivers going nuts so i leave miami here as well not a best bet Uh, noto what do you got here miami and chicago
3: start of the week i really wanted to bet chicago plus five i think their offense has been a lot better recently i think it's a pretty good matchup for them but you mentioned trading away roquan smith um you know not great for their chances to stop uh you know Tua in this offense and then I just checked the weather. You know, I was hoping to get two outdoors in the cold um, to t- try to test him it's a little bit. beautiful up here in 65 the North and Sunday oh, it's, on it's Sunday. It's Come incredible. on. So, uh, yeah, I can't go that way anymore. Um, I'll just take the over because I, I have faith in both of these offenses.
1: Yeah, we're 60s, 70s up here. Now, of course, I'm trick-or-treating. It rains for, like, the 38th <laughs> year in a row. I mean, it just unloaded rain. But, yeah, the weather up here, uh, very, very nice. So, uh, you do get to uh, – Uh, In his normal conditions, uh, nice weather outside. So uh, Dolphins uh, sounds like the majority pick for most of us. All right, Minnesota, Washington up next. I have a best bet uh, in this game, but I'm going to leave it with Noto here. We have Minnesota minus three and a half, opened up at three. Total sitting at 43 and a half. So Vikings get it done uh, at home against Arizona. Kind of survive at the end there. Uh, Washington, very close game there with the Colts. So. Two teams are uh, riding high here, Noto. Minnesota, a lot of talk. Are they legit? Are they not? Now they go on the road here. Washington's kind of been an up and down team. Uh, Tyler Heineke still under the center there for the Washington Commanders. Uh, what do you got here, Vikings Commanders?
3: Don't have a strong take, uh, so I'm interested to, to hear your lock. But, um, yeah, Minnesota, I mean, if you trust the advanced numbers, a lot of people think they're overachieving for sure. And now they're going on the road. Uh feels like a field goal game to me. So I would lean toward Washington. I think Heineke gives this team uh, a little bit better chance to cover and to win games. So I would lean that way, but more interested to hear your opinion.
1: All right, I'm giving my lock here. Now, Minnesota was a team that we all thought could win this division uh, and we thought was a strong bet. It's kind of playing out uh, with the Packers underachieving as expected. Uh, Detroit felt a little overvalued. Chicago, we thought, would be worse than they've been, honestly. But I do think Minnesota is overachieving here. And I agree with the last thing you said. I think this is going to be a close game. I think it's going to be ugly here. I know Minnesota goes out, gets TJ Hawkinson. I, I don't think that makes a, a huge impact, uh, to be honest. Obviously, a little bit of an upgrade over Irv Smith. But I like what I've seen on Heineke. And they're, they're getting Antonio Gibson a little bit more involved. Heineke is getting the ball to Terry McLaurin. So they're utilizing their best playmakers on offense here. Chase Young, potentially back here this week. That certainly can't hurt. I think Washington can win this game outright, but I'm going to take the hook here. I'm locking in Washington plus three and a half, my first best bet. Chop, Vikings, Commanders, what do you got?
2: Those things all sound good, so uh, I'll lean towards Washington with you, but just am uh, not going to lock them in as the best bet, though.
1: All right, moving on. Next game we have oh, – green screen froze on me here. Green Bay. Speaking of the Packers and the Lions up next, uh, Green Bay, three and a half point favorites here. That has stayed steady since the open here. The total sitting at 49 and a half. I have another best bet coming up on this one. But chop, Pi- Packers, Lions, this is always my, uh, I always go to this game. So I'm excited to go, to go see my team and go hang out and take in the festivities here. Lions have been underachieving. They've been underachieving. Felt like they had that game. And it's kind of been the story with the Lions. You know, they get out to Leeds and then kind of fall asleep in the second half. Green Bay. Again, not, nothing pretty with the Packers. Uh, but they hung in there with Buffalo, ended up covering that spread. So I'll toss it to you, then we'll get my best bet here. Chop, what do you got? Green Bay and Detroit.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm torn on this one. I I want to pull the trigger on Detroit at home as an underdog, but uh then you think about the Packers and this is like do or die for them i don't wanna I don't want to best bet against them in that situation I certainly can't bet on so I'm kind of just torn uh, on everything I would say if I had to, to pick a bet in this entire game, I would probably go with the under just seeing as how Green Bay likes to really slow things up and not get into those shootouts so I would lean under but i just i can't pick a team in this one.
1: All right. I think you get a much better performance uh, from this Green Bay offense this week. Obviously the the running game uh, should be able to get it going. You know, Aaron Rodgers will see if he has Lazard back, Romeo Dubs. So that that should lead me to a Green Bay bet, but no, I am going with the Detroit Lions here. Plus the points. I do think they're going to be competitive. Their back is against the wall. Local radio is all over. Just let's get rid of Dan Campbell. Let's be done with it. So They trade away T.J. Hawkinson. Are they packing it in for the season? Look, I've said this before. I don't know what Green Bay has done to make them favorites in any game, especially on the road, even against a bad Lions team. They have not been that impressive. So, yes, they're going to look better. They're going to score points here. I think Detroit's going to score a little bit more. I don't hate the money line here. I would not be shocked to see the Lions win this game. Locking in Detroit plus the 3.5 here as my second best bet. No, no, Lions, Packers, what do you got, buddy?
3: I'm pretty sure you're undefeated and betting against your team this year. So uh, it's hard to go against you. But, uh, yeah, it does feel like the Green Bay's offense is going to get going a little bit. You know, uh, the recipe for, you know, any type of slump is facing the Detroit Lions this year. They're bottom three against the pass, bottom three against the run. So I would lean towards Green Bay. Like Chop said, they really need to win this game. But uh, it feels like uh, everyone wants to bet the Lions. So uh, I don't mind that pick one bit.
1: All right, let's move on to my adopted team here. The Atlanta Falcons uh, have been very, very good to me. They are at home against the Los Angeles Chargers coming off a bye uh, spread. It's kind of depends on where you look. So BetMGM, MGM, we're sitting at minus three for the Chargers at minus 120. A lot of places, this has gone to three and a half. So when you see that minus 120, that's the next move, 49 on the total here. So if you're looking Chargers, you have your options. You pay the minus 120 at three, uh, or you go the three and a half version. So three here at Bet MGM. No, no, let's stay with you. Falcons have been good covering the spread here. I do not have a best bet on this one. I'm going to stay away from this one. Crazy game last week with Atlanta uh, and Carolina here. Chargers without Mike Williams, potentially without Keenan Allen coming into this one, but a week to rest up for everybody else. What do you got here, Chargers, Falcons?
3: Yeah, Falcons have treated us well this year in terms of betting. But uh, when it comes to DFS, man, it's a completely different story. i played Kyle Pitts pretty much every week until last week, and he goes off. And then I was thinking, okay, Atlanta's gonna be able to control this game on the ground. Don't think DJ Moore will get there at 25% ownership or whatever. And then he catches the late Hail Mary. And uh, yeah, that kind of summed up my DFS week. But for me, Chargers coming off the bye. Uh, I know Mike Williams is going to be out, but they should get Keenan Allen back. I think Josh Palmer uh, should be back as well. And, uh, yeah, I just like this offense. I think they're going to get it going. So give me them to cover the three. Uh, if, if we're not playing three and a half, give me them to cover the three.
1: All right, Chop, let's go over to you. One quick note, Cordero Patterson uh, back at practice. So uh, we'll see if he returns this week. Sounds like Damien Williams could return. Not that any of that matters. Uh, they got about nine running backs there, but – uh, chop Falcons been a monster against the number here, but facing a a rested uh, Chargers team, Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler still healthy there. What do you got, Chargers Falcons?
2: Yeah, I would say that Atlanta game last week was a uh, very interesting. I will I will throw this out there that quick quickly that DJ Moore, you got to keep your helmet on, man. You, you got to be you got to be smarter than that. Can, you we, got, can like... we
1: talk about that? That is a dumb rule though.
2: It's well, a dumb cool. it's a dumb rule, but it's in place and it's just like roughing the quarterback at the wrong time. You just at a certain point you just can't do it. You get you get I mean, like it's clear, you know, if you take your helmet off on that field, you're getting a penalty. Like I understand you're excited. Don't tell me you can't control your emotions so much that you can't keep your like move fifteen feet to the sideline, and you can do anything you want, man. You can do a song and dance for the people if you want to. Just can't do it right there. Right after the play, like that, because that that cost you the game. You, you were going to nail the extra point, and they were going to walk away with a win and the division lead, by the way. But instead, you lost the game. So shame on you, man. You got to keep you got to keep some composure. And I don't need to hear everybody get out there. Oh, but he's excited, and everybody's excited about a lot of stuff, man. You still got to keep your composure. That was, but
3: that was like his third catch of the season. He's got to be excited. Yeah, man. Be
2: excited, man. But you can't. You can be excited. Fifteen seconds later. You know what I mean? Like, you can't cost your team the game. That's You only get a finite number of these every year. You got to win as many as you can. So, with that being said, the Falcons, that was like, it just feels like everything's trending towards the Chargers. Show. Like, when, when when a team has a game like that, that goes to overtime and is that suspenseful with that much on the line for early in the season like this, it's kind of a letdown the next week. And then here you have this team coming in off of a bye week. Like, if the Chargers can't cover this spread, then they're doomed this year. They have no hope at all. So I'm locking in the Chargers here.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data
1: Best bet, best bet. Best Me too. Best bet. Oh, two of them. Look at these guys. That that's part of my concern. Chop is exactly what you just said. Is that was a a big emotional win. Iron you're in first place in the division. You know, do, do they come out flat here uh, in this game? So normally I'm a fan of backing the Falcons at home, catching points here, but just a lot of concerns here. And you, the Chargers point is, as well is they got to come in. They got to get a win. They got to get things going. So. Uh, I'm a little bit worried. I'm just going to stay away uh, from this one. Speaking of DJ Moore, he's up next. Carolina, Cincinnati on deck. A lot of line movement here. Cincinnati opened up as 9.5-point favorites. That's come down to 7.5, total at 42.5. So, job Carolina what was in that game. You mentioned it. Probably should have won that game, uh, put a ton of points on the board. Uh, Deonta Foreman with three touchdowns. P.J. Walker, DJ Moore looking good. Now they go to Cincinnati, coming off an ugly game for them. No Jamar Chase, and uh, they look lost. That that game looked a lot. The final score did not indicate how badly they got beaten in Cleveland. I mean, they, they got dominated on both sides of the ball. So coming back home, licking their wounds. Good matchup here against Carolina. Is it too many points, uh, is my question here, since he minus seven and a half.
2: It's too many points for me to uh, favor anybody in this game, so I, I just can't figure it out. All, all I know is that the Bengals' defense is a little better than, a lot better than what they showed last week. They've been pretty decent this year. The offense without Jamar Chase loses a, a massive dimension in there. But the Panthers, again, I don't think the Panthers are particularly good, so I can't really pick a team here. If I was going to lean a bet on this game, it would be the under. Because uh, I could see this game uh, being a real stagnant game. Cincinnati's offense not good, man. Without Jamar Chase spreading that field light. just not good. Uh, Joe Mixon can't find any running room, and and if you can't get the ball down the field against Cleveland, then you're you're in bad shape. So and then so now you get the Panthers, who are a little bit better than the than Cleveland. So I'm neutral on the teams. I'd lean under just because the offenses on both these teams don't impress me.
1: And they lose a woozy on defense. So, I mean, that, that's a big loss for them as well. So, um, I lean Carolina here. I feel like it's too many points. But it also, is it an overreaction to how good Carolina looked last week? You know, and if Cincinnati gets it going, I could see them winning this game by double digits. So, kind of half-torn on this game, Noto. I'm just going to stay away from this one. Uh, what do you got here? Cincinnati, big home favorites against Carolina.
3: Yeah, I'm with you guys. No conviction either way. I think Cincinnati's better than they showed last week. Uh, still don't know if Carolina's good or bad. Um, I don't think they're very good, but they've been playing tough uh, the last couple of weeks. So I would lean towards Cincinnati, especially because Carolina, the third worst adjusted sack rate in the league. If you give Burrow time, even without Chase, I think uh, he should have a pretty good game here. But like you guys, I don't feel great about it, so I'll pass on this one.
1: All right, let's go to Noto's, Jacksonville, London. Jaguars uh, blowing that game against Denver, letting Denver win late, Uh, had it all sewn up, looked like a W and snatched uh, from the jaws of victory here. So they come home, they face the Raiders who guys, that was probably the biggest thing last week was how bad did the Raiders look? I mean, to go into new Orleans, a defense that has been banged up, not been great and bagel uh, against the new Orleans saints. Devontae Adams does nothing. Josh Jacobs comes crashing back down to earth. So, uh, they'll look to bounce back with another road game here uh, in Jacksonville. Vegas, the favorite here at minus one and a half total at 48 here at MGM. I have a best bet coming up on this one, but you're the Jags guy here. So I see you shaking your head over there. Do they bounce back here at home against the Raiders?
3: Oh, who knows? Who knows? Uh, this is one of those teams that um, they could probably be 5-1 right now, 4-2 right now. Uh, or sorry, they played eight games, right? So they could be, I don't know. Six and two, whatever. But uh, yeah, they just continue to shoot themselves in the foot, and they continue to make big, big mistakes late. Mostly, Trevor Lawrence, ETNs looked really good. I still have a little bit of faith in this defense, but feels like the Raiders are going to bounce back here. So I'll take them on the road, and you know, betting against my teams worked out pretty well for me. So I'll continue to do so.
1: All right, if you're not going to stand up for your team, no, I am. Okay. I, I'm locking okay. in Jacksonville uh, as a best bet here. Look, these two teams. Very confusing. You know, at times they look great. There's times that they look like some of the worst teams uh, in football here. So is this an overreaction to Vegas last week? No, I think Jacksonville is better than they've shown. I think they're better defensively than this Raiders team. Love what I've seen out of Travis Etienne. Trevor Lawrence, a a little concerning with with some of the plays that he's been making lately, but you boil it all down. I think Jacksonville gets it done here uh, at home. Vegas will obviously look better than they did last week, but I'm taking the home team in the points here. Don't hate the money line either. Give me the Jags. uh, Best bet. Chop, Vegas, Jacksonville. Two ugly looking teams here. What are you doing here with this one?
2: Yeah, just, I mean, it's kind of like it would be kind of fool's gold to think that the Raiders are going to just snap out of it and well, it's a must win for the Raiders. The Raiders are just really bad right now. So I don't think it's, I don't think it, that carries the same weight as some other teams that are in a must win situation. So yeah, I don't have a lean on that. I, I, just, I can't, I don't want to pick the Jags. I definitely don't want to pick the Raiders. So I'm pretty neutral on this one. I'm staying away from it.
1: All right, let's move to the four o'clock window. looks like only two games uh, in the afternoon. So not one of our uh, better slates uh, as far as DFS goes here, uh, but we'll knock it out. Seattle, Arizona on deck Arizona opened up minus four that's come down to minus two a lot of bets coming in uh, on Seattle 81% of the bets 89% of the money total up there at 50 and a half so chop uh, we just talked about two underperforming teams you got to give it up for Seattle maybe probably the most surprising team uh, in the NFL a team that I think we all wrote off we laughed about Geno Smith, he's getting it done. The Ken Walker pick, was that smart when you already have Penny? He's looking good. The receivers are performing here. Arizona on the other side continues to disappoint, uh, even with the return of DeAndre Hopkins, who's been fantastic uh, in his return here. So one team trending up, one team kind of needs a win at home. What are you doing here, Chop? Seattle, Arizona.
2: Yeah, I have a best bet for this. I'm going to lock in a best bet for this game. And that's going to be Arizona. Uh, these teams just played each other in Seattle a couple weeks ago. You know, it's the second of a division game in the same year like that. It's pretty close proximity. I, I you know, typically I think it's going to go towards the home team now. So even though I, uh, th- those numbers, the money numbers you mentioned are staggering. And I don't like, I don't like trying to buck that trend right there. But, but uh, Arizona, you know, with Hopkins is a little bit more of an explosive offense than they are if it was just more uh, Marquis. Hollywood Brown in there. So, yeah, I think they're trying to get some things together offensively. They're looking better lately. So I'm, I'm going to take uh, Arizona here and at home and, and hope uh, Seattle kind of lays an egg.
1: Yeah, no best bet for me, but I'm with you, Chop. And I don't mind fading the 80% of the bets. So that's for sure. The money part is, is concerning. We'll see if that uh, kind of transfers uh, during the week. Uh, constantly changing. One of the great features here at scoresandodds.com, which you see on our screen if you're watching. Uh, the video version. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button if you are. But uh, one of the things I, I'm always monitoring is the bets and, and the money coming in. So, no, no, the public all over Seattle here. The line has shifted the other way though. That that's always a it, it, no. The it shifted the right way. So, uh, but going against the public uh, always smart here. But uh, where are you coming out on here? The the upstart Seahawks or this Cardinals team desperately needing to win here?
3: Yeah, like Chop, I'm uh, locking in the Cardinals for my uh, next best bet. For me, uh, it's all about DeAndre Hopkins. I think this offense is much better. they put up uh, 26 and 42 points the last two weeks. And uh, for my weekly update on their first quarter scoring, they're up to nine, nine points in the first quarter this season. So uh, trending upward, they've scored a field goal each of the last first quarters, uh, last three first quarters. And uh, while Chop steps away for a minute, what were your thoughts on uh, the Calvin Ridley trade for my Jags?
1: I liked it. I mean, why not? I mean, the the, the jokes on Twitter got old. You know, they're, <sighs> they're betting on Calvin Ridley. They're taking a gamble. I mean, that, that got a little old, but I like it. Now, I, I haven't heard much about Have you heard anything about, you know, is he staying in shape? I mean, I'm sure he is. But I like it in the fact that Christian Kirk is just not a number one receiver. I, I didn't mind the signing. Of course, they overpaid a little bit to get him, but – You bring in a guy that can stretch the field, let Christian Kirk operate in in that kind of slot area, kick Zay Jones down uh, to a third receiver with ETN. Ingram showing some signs. I mean, that's pretty good offense. So I was a fan of the move. I'm a big Calvin Ridley fan. What did you think? uh, Your team here pulling off that trade.
3: Yeah, I loved it. I mean, if Lawrence can get better, this could be a a really good
1: offense next season. So uh, I'm
3: definitely on board with the pick. But uh, yeah, we didn't get your thoughts on the uh, Cardinal game.
1: Uh, I'm leaning Cardinals. You guys uh, have more conviction than me. I, I'm fine fading the public at, at 80% on this one. I, I think Arizona gets it going eventually here. Seattle's been a nice story, but that kind of leads to people wanting to bet Seattle. And that's why we're seeing this line uh, kind of going down, which, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense here. As good as they've been, they're due to stumble a little bit. I mean, Gino's been solid. He's due to regress a little bit, in my opinion. So I'd lean Arizona. So, Top is back with us. Any quick thoughts uh, on this Calvin Ridley trade we were just discussing here? Jacksonville grabbing him uh, for could be a second round pick if he signs long term.
2: I don't know. I'm kind of neutral on that one. I think he's a talented guy, but you got to remember he came out really late. So he's probably like 28 years old. Oh, he's our age for sure. Yeah. Like by the time he suits up again, probably gonna be like 28, 29 years old. That's kind of old in the NFL. So He's a good guy. He's a good receiver, I mean. And so uh, in a vacuum, I wouldn't have minded it. But it's a it's a nice pick for a guy who's kind of old, and you're about to have to pay him a lot. So I, I'm kind of neutral on it.
1: I don't know. Just thank you for not making a – they took a gamble on him. Oh, They're okay. betting on him. Those jokes just got old real fast. Terrible, so terrible. Twitter, be better. Be better. Come on. All right, Rams and Buccaneers up next. We have Tampa Bay. As small home favorites here, opened up at minus one and a half. Uh, we're up to minus three at Bet MGM. Now it is minus 105 right now. There are still some two and a halves out there as well. So kind of all over the board here, 42 and a half uh, total on this one. So Chop, will stay with you here. I have a best bet uh, locked up for this one. In fact, my favorite bet of the week is this game here. What are you doing here, Rams and Buccaneers?
2: Well, I don't know who your best bet is. But I'm going to have to lay a best bet, too, because I'm running out of games here. I mean, I just like taking teams coming off a of bye week that I think are in a pretty good spot. So I got a best bet myself some Tampa here coming off a of bye week. The Rams are, uh, you know, they haven't fixed their problems that they had going into their bye week. So, and in fact, they got boat raced last week coming out of a bye week. They, This Tampa team, if, if they're ever going to make a stand... And and have a shot at really being good this year. Coming off a bye week, against a team with a uh, just a bludgeoned offensive line that can't can't protect its quarterback. Yeah, I got to
1: take Tampa as a as a best bet here. Oh, I'm a thousand percent with you uh, on Tampa. This line, this was the line I was like, this doesn't make any sense to me. I know Tampa's been bad. The Rams have been horrendous. How is this under a field goal here? So both teams have certainly underperformed here. I think Tampa wins this one easily. This is one I like to to grab some alternate lines. Now, the concern is exactly what you just mentioned, Chop. The offensive line, you still got to deal with Aaron Donald pressuring Tom Brady. I mean, that's the problem, and that's the worry. Does this Bucs offense suddenly figure it out? I don't think they go out and score 30 points in this one, but 20 to 6. Stafford's been terrible. The Rams can't run the ball here. Cooper Cup is banged up. Sounds like he'll play, but how healthy is he going to be? I mean, their offensive line is worse than Tampa Bays, so give me the box here to win easily. I, I was shocked by this from my favorite bet of the week, locking them in. Noto, are you joining us here, or are you going to back Stafford and the Rams on the road?
3: Definitely not back in the Rams, but uh, I hate both of these teams. If I could short both of them, uh, I would bet against both of them somehow, um, but I was just looking at some overall DVOA numbers. Tampa Bay is still eighth uh, this season overall. The Rams 24th, so if you're just looking at you know talent, how they played uh, against their strength of schedule. The rant, or the the Buccaneers certainly have the edge there. So I'm leaning with you guys on the on the Bucks, but I'm not gonna make it my best bet. All
1: right, let's go to Sunday Night Football. The Tennessee Titans uh, coming off uh, a huge Derrick Henry game once again, and we mentioned that on the show last week. Guys run for over 200 yards uh, three straight times against the Texans. Does it once again? A huge game for Henry. Malik Willis really didn't have to do a whole lot. We'll see who's under center this week. I don't know if it's going to be Tannehill and Malik Willis, but we have a 12 and a half point spread here for Kansas City. Total at 46 and a half, noto. So, Titans, that's what they want to do. Let's give Derrick Henry the ball 50 times if we can. Really minimize what our quarterback has to do. I don't know that you're going to be able to do that here in, in Kansas City. You know, they're going to score points, they're going to push the issue here. I have a best bet on this one. I'm just going to give it now. I like the Chiefs to roll here. I mean, Tennessee's defense has been bad. I think these receivers are going to have their way. Kadarius Tony, I'm excited about. It. I don't know if it's going to be this week, but I think he adds another dimension to this offense. But I think the Chiefs are too much here. If it's Willis, I don't know how the Titans are going to get, get things going offensively unless Derrick Henry just has one of those big games that is he has had as a big underdog. They still give him the ball. Maybe he breaks some long runs here. But I think the Chiefs roll here. Locking them in as my last best bet. Noda, what do you got here? Titans, Chiefs.
3: This might be my favorite bet of the week um, in terms of live betting. So whoever scores first, I think is going to end up covering the live spread because uh, if the Titans get out to a lead, they could just hammer Henry, just like they've done the last three weeks. I think he's had at least twenty-five carries each of the last three games, and uh, we saw them do that against the Chiefs in the playoffs a couple years ago, uh, and kept the game really close. So. I think that's going to be their game plan. But if the Chiefs jump out to an early lead, it's going to it's going to get ugly, especially if uh, Tannehill's unable to go. So I don't have a strong take on 12 and a half. I would lean towards the Chiefs. But I do think uh, if you are live betting, I think there's some interesting ways to play it.
1: All right, we'll toss it to Chop. I'm going to check uh, Derrick Henry's last few games against the Chiefs while he's talking here. But Chop, big spread here. We don't know if it's Tannehill or Malik Willis, but we do know uh, Chiefs, like you mentioned, still very much in the running for that number one seed. Bad Tennessee defense here, a team that I think is overachieved. I think we can all agree on that. Is this spread too high, though, at 12 and a half here? What do you got, Titans, Chiefs?
2: Well, I think – well, the the Tannehill thing is a big deal. I want to see – you know, I I hate to lock in this best bet, which I'm going to do anyway, but I'd like to see if it's Tannehill or Willis for sure. That's that's kind of a big deal for me right there. But uh, I'm going to lock in the Chiefs also because – Playing Houston and getting a win at Houston with that kind of offense is one thing going on the road and taking on an actual competent defense is a whole nother thing. If you're going to play like that with Willis, Willis terrible. Now, you know why he dropped in the draft, like at a certain point after a few games at Liberty, they were talking about this guy's going to be the first quarterback off the board. This is a first round pick top five pick. And then he dropped to the third round and you're like, wow, did the, did the Titans get the steal right there? No, now you now you see why. The guy can't pass the ball for a lick. And you're not going to go in the arrow. If he's the quarterback, you're not going to go in the arrowhead and and not be able to have any threat of a passing game at all, which he doesn't. Now, that's not going to cut it. So I'm um, crossing cross my fingers and hope this is the best bet. Don't backfire and Tannehill ends up playing. But I'm taking the Chiefs here.
1: All right, last couple of years, Derrick Henry, 2021, 29 carries, 86 yards, no touchdowns. Uh, 2020 looks like a playoff game, 19 for 69 and a touchdown. Uh, 2019-2018, he did have some big games, 188 yards, 156 yards against them. So last two have not been great. Two before that have been good. So uh, not a ton to take away there. But if it is Willis, that's easy for the Chiefs. We're going to load up the box. Uh, and stop this guy. And even if it's Tannehill, yeah, that's an upgrade. But he hasn't been great uh, either. So, no, uh, no. What are you, what are you doing here, Chiefs and Titans?
3: Uh, I lean towards the Chiefs, but yeah,
1: no strong take there. Oh, that's right. We already, we already got your take. See, I'm, I'm, I'm slipping here. Monday Night Football on deck. Baltimore and New Orleans to wrap us up here. We have the Ravens as small favorites here. Opened at three and a half, down to two and a half now. Total at 48 so noto will stick with you baltimore gets the big win in tampa bay new orleans a uh, big game from alvin Kamara. they shut out the raiders so two teams riding high here mark andrews sounds like he's good to go rashad bateman though uh, likely to miss uh, multiple weeks here dealing with an injury so get one pass catcher back that we kind of got banged up last week isaiah likely uh, was a big part of that game plan last week we'll see if they utilize him more here Uh, And the Saints riding high with Camaro. So interesting game here, Monday Night Football. What do you got, Baltimore, New Orleans?
3: Love the Saints in this one. Uh, I'm going to be hitting the money line. Uh, I just think finally picked up a big win last week. They're still alive in the division. If the Chargers take care of business against the Falcons, they could be tied for the division lead um, after this week. And you get New Orleans on Monday night, I think the crowd's going to be into it. Um, yeah, I, I just like uh, what I'm seeing out of New Orleans, Baltimore. They have been struggling. Nice comeback win last week, but they're dealing with a number, number of injuries. Lamar Jackson looks human uh, after that great start to the season. So I'll take the home team and uh, I'll take them on the money line.
1: Best bet, I'm assuming? Yes. Okay. I believe I'm missing one of yours. I yeah, have you for four. So circle on back. Uh, I lean New Orleans here as well. Not, not as strong of a take uh, as Notorious has there, but Uh, Kind of the same reasons here. Lamar has not been great, not been accurate. I mean, we always know he's going to make some big runs, but really not making a lot of throws. I mean, his on percentage throws have been terrible. So now you lose another weapon here. You're counting on Devin Duvernay and Demarcus Robinson. Just think the Saints, uh, the stronger team defensively, even with the addition of Roquan Smith to that Ravens defense. I I like the Saints here in the spot as well. Chop, what do you got here? Monday Night Football, Baltimore, New Orleans.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty neutral on this game. The Saints are a team, I think, that are underachieving, and uh, I'd like to see Jameis get back and get healthy before I start betting on them, but uh, I still think they probably do have an advantage in this game with Baltimore's injuries on offense. I mean, it's just – I do want to see Roquan on this defense. I want to see this defense healthy. It's going to be interesting, but I don't – I kind of don't understand, like – Trying to acquire assets right now in the AFC, like you're you're spending some of your your draft capital on guys like Roquan, who's going to be good. He's a good player, but like no matter what you do, you don't have a chance against uh, Buffalo slash KC, whoever you would have to face down the road. Like you, you guys don't have a chance. Why why waste your time with it? You know, go and do something else with that draft pick. But I'm interested to see how it all plays out. But I don't have a lean either way, so. I'm pretty neutral. If anything, I'd kick back and take the over and hope for some fireworks. There
1: you go. Don't hate it. All right, so we'll do a quick recap of the best bets. Noto, did you circle back for that fifth pick?
3: I'll hop on the Buccaneers uh, bandwagon with you guys. When we when we agree on something, it typically goes pretty well. And is it just me or is the trade deadline like a, a big deal now in the NFL? It seems like there used to never be any big names getting moved uh, at the deadline, and, and now we got a bunch of them.
1: This this felt like the first year that it really like kind of popped off. Like like the NBA trade deadline, that's one of my favorite days yeah. of the year. I mean, that, that thing is action-packed, nonstop, even past the deadline, uh, there's deals. So I don't think there's anything earth-shattering. I mean, it's cool to see fantasy-relevant guys. I, I think that's what most people want to see. You know, Hawkinson, that's a move, Claypool, but a lot of middling guys, Naheem Hines. I mean, so I don't think it shifted the landscape a ton, but it was still fun to to hear all these trades and what's coming next. So, I mean, the Bradley Chubb move was huge for Miami. So uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun for sure. So uh, best bets. No, I have you for new England, the chargers, Arizona, new Orleans, and Tampa Bay. All right. Correct. Chop. I have Buffalo, the chargers, the Cardinals, Tampa Bay, and Kansas city. Sound good. And mine are Washington, Detroit, Jacksonville, Tampa Bay, and Kansas city. So, Hope to replicate uh, that 11 and four, or even better, here in week nine. That will do it for the show, guys. Final thoughts here for the people. Chop, what do you got?
2: Yeah, should be a good. word. we're, uh, oh, I was gonna ask you about Thanksgiving, man. If you're going to see Josh Allen on Thanksgiving,
1: <laughs> I've thought about it. No, no doubt that that would be that's gonna, I want to see what the total on that game's gonna be. I mean, we, yeah, we, that's, uh... that's gotta be a 55 or at least.
2: Like I'm not a big in-person football guy, but you know, if you have a chance to see Josh Allen, that might, that might be pretty fun. So. You know.
1: Then I also sacrifice. Uh, I enjoy that. The Thanksgiving we have everybody at our house and we have the poker game. We have the game on. So it would get me out of a lot of around the house stuff, which is the, the benefit of, you know, carving all the turkeys and this and that and getting prepped. So. I might have to think about that, chop. That, that might be a good yeah,
2: idea. Hey, don't let a Thanksgiving day come to the Alamo Dome one day. No, See you guys later. Wow. wow. <laughs> we'll eat turkey no, no. At the Dome. Have, have fun. But now is, you know, we're, we're not that far away. We're in November, man. So, it's coming up. It uh, should be fun. Still waiting to break through in DFS here one week. Hopefully it happens uh, this year. So, uh, yeah, by this time, we'll, we'll come on the show next week, and we will we will have decided – world series champion let's we'll see how that plays
1: out there we go good luck to your astros see if they can uh, pull back in it and guys can the chalk keep hitting at this rate in dfs it, it, is, it is crazy out there right now the, the good plays uh, as they say keep on hitting no no final thoughts here week nine buddy what do we got
3: Oh yeah, that chalk. Uh, it's, it's, it's been something. If you just miss one piece uh, you're pretty much outside of the cash line, especially yep. in, in cash games right now. But um, yeah, I'm excited for this week. Should be a fun slate. Uh, hoping to keep the picks going. Uh, and I have yet to have two good weeks in a row. So uh, maybe I should have abstained from this entire slate and then get got back at it next week. But uh, wow. hopefully we'll break the curse.
1: We're going gonna to crush uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, that's the pick of the week. All three of us locked it in. So you're taking one thing away from this. I know it's been ugly, but Tampa over the Rams. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Thank you to our friends over at BetMGM for sponsoring the show. Remember, promo code GRINDERS. That's a risk-free bet up to $1,000. What does that mean? My bet loses, I get free bets, uh, site credit. So uh, take advantage of the offer here. We appreciate them. Also, check out scoresandodds.com. Just tons of great information there. I mean, just the ability to compare the odds And all these different books, the totals, the line movements, uh, see the analytics, the matchups between the teams. we got Parlay IQ, going to help you build better same-game parlays. uh, And, of course, premium picks uh, that we are all contributing to uh, over there. If you don't have time to dig in, pop in, see who we like for the night. NBA, NHL, baseball, NFL, golf. I mean, it's all going on. Noto, shout out to the outright golf winner uh, last week. So, uh, scoresandodds.com. Make sure uh, you're checking that out. Notorious forehead chopper. I am Beer. We are the DFS OGs. Thank you so much for listening. Best of luck with your bets, and we'll see you next week. Kick off the new pro football season with the King of Sportsbooks. Sign up at BetMGM using bonus code GRINDERS, and your first wager is risk free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Puerto Rico, Tennessee. Virginia, Washington, D.C., West Virginia, Wyoming, or Ontario only must be 21 years or older to wager. 19 or older in Ontario, new customer offer only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance, excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, call 1 800 next step in Arizona, 1 800. 522-4700 in Colorado, D.C., Kansas, Louisiana, Nevada, Wyoming, or Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, Maryland, New Jersey, or West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. Call 877-8HOPENY or text HOPENY in New York. Call or text the Tennessee red Line at 800-889-9789 in Tennessee or call 1-888-777-9696 in Mississippi and Ontario. If you have any questions or concerns about your gambling or someone close to you, please contact Connects Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah, and other states where prohibited. Promotional offers not available in Nevada and New York.